Hey, Cracked fans. We are so excited to be welcoming our friends at Turna back to this show as a supporting sponsor moving forward. Now, of course, all of you tennis fans know Turna Tennis for their world-famous Turna grip, that iconic purple-colored grip you see on the rackets of so many different professional tennis players. But did you also know that they make the tackiest grip in the world? That's right, folks, the brand-new Turna Tennis Mega Tack Grip. It's the tackiest grip on the market. It starts tacky and, simply put, stays tacky longer than any other grip you'll find out there. And if you tell your opponent, what do I use on my racket? I use the Mega Tack. You're going to be attacking with that Mega Tack from start to finish. If you've seen anything we do at Cracked Rackets, you know I'm a hairy guy. As you can imagine, I sweat when I play. The only grip that works for me is the Turn of Tennis grip. Of course, the Mega Tack taking things to the next level. How can you get yourself hooked up with a Turn of Grip today? It's simple. You're going to either find it wherever you buy your tennis goods. Or you can email them directly by emailing sales at uniquesports.com. That's sales at uniquesports.com. You mentioned Crack Rackets sent you in the email. We would greatly appreciate that as they let you, them know that we sent you there. But more importantly, you get a free sample and they'll treat you as family moving forward. Again, you email sales at uniquesports.com. You mentioned Crack Rackets. You get the free sample. You get hooked up with our friends at Turner. Once you use a Turner Grip, you're never going to turn anywhere else. Of course, again, ask them about the mega tack the tackiest grip on the market contact sales at uniquesports.com and get started with our friends at turn to tennis today welcome to our GSP Ace of the Day segment, a show where I offer my picks for each and every day of the 2022 Wimbledon. It is always a relief to record this segment after an undefeated day. Now, we had to sweat quite a bit on day 10 of the 2022 Wimbledon. Nevertheless, 2-0 overall on the day. Victories delivered first by Elena Rabakina. She drops her first set against Alia Tomjanovic. Ultimately, though, her power tennis able to win out. And as we projected, that power tennis, the defining feature of what was a three-set victory for Rabakina advances to her first career Grand Slam semifinal, ultimately covers the two-and-a-half game spread we picked her on yesterday of course we also had to sweat out our money line parlay in both legs of the parlay of course Simona Halep built a massive 6-2-5-1 lead on Amanda Anisimova however that 5-1 second set lead quickly became 5-4 nevertheless Halep able to get over the finish line in straight sets of course Rafael Nadal looked like he might retire from his quarterfinal match against Taylor Fritz Rafa trailed two sets to one against the young American, but ultimately able to scrap out a 7-6 deciding fifth set victory as such, delivering us a 2-0 day 10 and having us feeling fairly good heading into the semifinal round of action. Of course, right now we're 13-10, up 2.79 units overall for the tournament. Now, as we reach these final four days, it's going to be very, very difficult difficult to extract value from the DraftKings board. And I thank you, as always, to our friends at DraftKings for providing us the odds you will hear you uh, 
referred to throughout the course, excuse me, of this show. But across the board, you look, whether it's the money lines, whether it's the game spreads, the over-unders, you better be confident about your selections as certainly as we have seen throughout the course of this fortnight. The thing we have learned more than anything else, perhaps expect the unexpected. With that said, on today's show, I want to talk to all of you listeners about where I see value on the board for day 11. Of course, day 11, the women's singles semifinals. You've got countless other matches happening on the grounds at Wimbledon, whether it be the junior action, whether it be the high-level doubles action we see across the board. And I was tempted to incorporate the doubles, not going to do so here on day 11, but maybe doing so moving forward as, simply put, you're just going to have to find places to find value. It's really hard to make picks when you only have one match to choose from that side. I'm going to try and focus on the day 11 singles matches. Of course, it's own Jabour taking on surprise semifinalist Tatiana Maria. You've also got Simona Halep taking on first-time semifinalist Elena Rabakina. We've got three first-time semifinalists. By the way, this is the first slam semifinal for own Jabour, despite all of the success that she has had over the past 24 months. Nevertheless, should be a fantastic day of tennis at the year's third Grand Slam. Now, to avoid repeating myself too much here on today's show, I do want to refer all of you listeners to a mini break podcast I recorded with our friend Tennis.com editorial producer David Kane. He joined me on the mini break podcast to discuss the semifinal matches at length. We get into the background of all of these players. I offer the stats. He offers some insights. We make some predictions as well. If you listen to that show, you will inevitably hear me repeat some things here on today's to- uh, podcast. So it will be an abridged version of what we usually do here on this Ace of the Day segment. going to be about a 15, 20-minute show. want to talk more about where I see value than highlight too many things about these players' past. Because again, if you're looking for that sort of information, hop on over to our mini break podcast feed. With that said, I promised all of you listeners picks down the home stretch of this 2022 Wimbledon. That is exactly what I plan on providing here on today's show. Of course, the reason we're able to do this day in, day out is because of the support we get from all of you listeners, because of the support we get from our friends at Turner. I will simply say this. To join the Turner family, email sales at uniquesports.com. I promise it will be worth your while, whether it's their award-winning grip, award-winning strings, so much more. You're just going to be better on the tennis court once you become a part of the Turner team. How can you do so? By emailing sales at uniquesports.com today. With that said, let's look at the money lines for day 11's matches. Obviously, again, we've got our two women's singles semifinals, so that's where we start. Quite frankly, if you're betting any of these money lines individually, you're just not going to get a lot of return on your investment. Own Jabour tomorrow, a minus 800 favorite against 34-year-old Tatiana Maria, according to the Tennis Abstract singles forecast, which, by the way, had Own Jabour listed as the favorite to win this Wimbledon title since before the start of the tournament. That singles forecast continuing to prove its accuracy. Own Jabour, 86.7% favorite tomorrow, minus 8 according to our friends at DraftKings. What does that mean? You have to bet $8 to win one in return. So if you're betting, you know, a $100 wager gets you about, nets you about $12.5 in return. Yeah, that's just not a lot of value. 
for us who enjoy this these sorts of propositions. Now, speaking of that word proposition, I think that's where you have to look when you're looking for value in Jabor Maria, and I want to get to those propositions momentarily, but just the quick synopsis of these two players. Own Jabor, 35-9 here in 2022. That's an 80% win percentage. She's into her second consecutive quarterfinal or further at Wimbledon. She's made the second week or further in three of the last five slams that she's played a ridiculous 95 and 35 she's winning 74 percent of her matches since August 2020 when she's played players ranked outside the top 50 she's 51 and 11 since August 2020 she's won 82% of her matches uh, against opponents ranked outside the top 50 51 and 15 now for her career on grass courts including 10 consecutive victories on the grass entering this Wimbledon semifinal by the way in that 10 consecutive match victory set 20 totals uh, excuse me she's played 22 total sets dropping just two sets in her past 10 victories of course you look for own Jabour she's also two and one in her career against Tatiana Marina. Now lost to her back in October of 2017, but obviously Jabour is a completely different player. Since October 2017, one of just seven players this season to rank top 20 in both hold and break percentage. That break percentage, 41.8%, a top 10 number and the highest number in her career. Also, her hold percentage, first serve win percentage, second serve win percentage, they're all above her career numbers. Own Jabour Clearly, amidst the prime of her career, she's won 69% of or higher of her matches each of the past three seasons. Again, has ascended to world number two and has begun to separate herself amongst the packs of Krejcikova, Kontave, Sakari, Sabalenka, you know, that tier two caliber player of the world, Onjabur right now, the player to beat uh, amongst that group. Of course, she takes on the very much informed Tatiana Maria, the 34-year-old Maria who had her second child, I believe, right around a year ago, would certainly be inside the top 100 if points were being offered by this year's Wimbledon and finds herself 36-16. and 16. Overall on the season, Maria 43 and 32 since August 2020, but most notably this season has built her way back towards the top 100, winning a title in Bogota earlier this season, having success at the 60K level, the 100K level. Now, of course, for Tatiana Maria, who's 56 and 26, that's not too shabby, including qualifying a 68% win percentage on grass courts in her career. She's been a survivor. Three set wins in four of her five victories, and of course those victories include wins over impressively over Sakari, Ostapenko, Kirstea, also beats Sharma and Nehemiah to advance to this semifinal, has spent a ton of time on court, but of course has out-aced her opponent in every match that she's played in that serve, that, you know, the plus one tennis, how consistent she is, uh, you know, no discernible weakness. Yes, she has a one-handed backhand, but she's plenty comfortable both swinging through that ball, hitting it on the run. And of course, I think her defensive slice is particularly effective on this surface. Look, Tatiana Maria is a well-rounded player. There's no singular quality for Jabour to pick on throughout the course of this match for her to find an easy victory. But there's also no definitive weapon for Tatiana Maria to attack Own Jabour with. And as I pointed out, for Own Jabour, who's 51 and 11 against players ranked outside the top 50 since 2020, uh, since August 2020, if you don't have a definitive weapon to hurt her with, she's just going to find ways to wear you down. Case in point, her quarter 
quarterfinal victory. Yes, she drops that first set to Marie Buzkova. Yes, she was pulling the trigger too soon, allowing Buzkova's athleticism to get the better of her. But eventually, A, the variety that Jabour plays with, the short angles, the slices, the drives, they begin to wear they begun to wear Buzkova down. And B, you know, again, Jabour showed the patience in set two, set three, to slow things down, wait perhaps two or three more standard ground strokes before playing big and, you know, or playing a drop shot and really going after the open space that she had created for herself on the court. I have just been immensely impressed with the patience of Own Jabour, who, again, dropped two sets in her past 10 matches, just one set here at Wimbledon. I just, I don't know what Tatiana Maria is going to do to beat Own Jabour. And so while Maria has been able to extend matches, find, you know, earn a set in, you know, earn at least one set in, oh, obviously has earned two sets in all of her matches, but has gone through sets in so many of these matches. She just finds ways to compete, finds some ways to win free points on the serve. I just think Own Jabour's a little bit better at everything than Tatiana Maria on the court. And so when I look at this match, I'm looking for ways to find value with Own Jabour. Now, again, all the money lines, all the value propositions are very, very lopsided. Own Jabour, minus 800 favorite right now uh, on DraftKings, as I alluded to. In her game spread, she's got to win 6-3, 6-3 or further at minus 5.5 games, my, at minus 140 odds. If you think it's going to be a blowout victory, minus 6.5 games, plus 140. 40 odds, but I just have too much respect for Tatiana Marie for the uh, Maria, the way she's competed so far. Uh, that I just five and a half games, three and three or worse, three and two or worse. That just feels like not enough respect for what the 34 year old has done throughout the course of this tournament. Now, that said, I don't see a pathway for her to win a set in this match. And so, because again, I just think the drop shots, the variety, the power tennis Maria uh, that Jabour is able to play, that Maria is not able to really stress any of those things outside of the first serve. And again, Jabour, a top 10 returner on tour uh, this season. I don't think Maria has an elite first serve. I think she has a good first serve. And I think Jabour's return skills exceed Maria's service skills. I just think Jabour is going to be dictating from the start in this match. And Again, I have too much respect for how Maria competes, so I'm not taking that game spread. Over 17 and a half games, Jabour just has to win 6-3, 6-3 or a little closer than that. Or if Maria does make a comeback, 17 and a half games, you feel like there's no way she's going to blow out Jabour. So minus 195. That's interesting. For me, it's just Jabour winning in straight sets. I think that's the bet I like best on the board. And by the way, you're not even going to get great odds on that as own Jabour minus one and a half sets are just a straight set victory over Tatiana Maria, just minus 310 odds. But I just think own Jabour is going to win comfortably. Again, she's dropped just one set in this match, made such great adjustments in sets two and three. One set in this tournament, excuse me, made such great adjustments against Marie Buzkova in sets two and three. Give me Onjabur to advance uh, in straight sets over her opponent tomorrow, Tatiana Maria, and the run of the 34-year-old. Now, again, minus 310, not great odds. So what can you do? You parlay it with Simona Halep, who's minus 340 tomorrow against Elena Rabakina. Now, look. Both of these players have had a ton of success throughout the course of this tournament. Halep hasn't dropped the set. Rabakina's dropped just one set. You look for Elena Rabakina in 11 total sets played. She's dropped just eight 
total sets on serve throughout the course of uh, eight total games on serve, excuse me, throughout the course of this tournament. You look for Rabakana, who now has also made the round of 16 or further in three of the last six slams, 26 and 12 uh, in 2022, 88 and 45, a 66% win percentage since the start of 2020. She's also 12 and 15 against top 20 opponents during that stretch of time. She has beaten Simona Halep uh, before, albeit via retirement in Wuhan. But each of the two times they've played since, Halep, three set victories, 7-6 in the third in the Dubai final 2020. Halep, 6-3 in the third victory at the U.S. Open third round last season. As good of a returner as Simona Halep is, Elena Rabakina plays elite power tennis. She's number four on the WTA Tour in hold percentage, an honorary member of Serena Williams Power Tennis Country Club. And on this surface, that skill set is amplified. Uh, Rabakina, 20-7 and seven in her career on grass court. She's played eight total grass court main draws in her career. She's made the semifinals or further at three of those eight events. Of course, one of there when she did not was last year's Wimbledon where she made the round of 16. So, Again, I, I think it's very clear the power tennis that Rabakina plays, her go-for-broke attitude on the return of serve, her ability to move vertically through the court so successfully, and her comfort level moving forward, her comfort level as a volleyer. The power tennis she can play is special. And again, there's a lot to like about the game of Elena Rabakina. That said, if you've watched Simona Halep at this Wimbledon, yes, the first serve abandoned her at the end of that second set against Anisimova. And certainly if that first serve stays in that form, Rabakina is going to be able to attack it exactly as Anisimova was. But physically, Simona Halep's just on another level right now than anyone else in the women's game still alive in this draw. Certainly, obviously, Iga will have a conversation with on a different time. But, you know, Halep's still in her prime. 30 years old, has won 70% of her matches in nine of the last 10 seasons. She's 78 and 21 since the start of 2020. One of just two players to uh, be top 10 in both hold and break percentage. And right now, by the way, her hold and break percentage, both higher than her career averages. She's playing the best tennis of her career, if not better. The issue for her this season has been staying healthy through the duration of events. And knock on wood, so far she has stayed healthy. And Look, while Rabakina has the biggest weapons on the court in her serve is the biggest weapon on the court, obviously the fitness, the relentlessness, the depth, Halep's able to generate as extraordinary of weapons as any you're going to find. But, you know, again, we just saw Simona Halep deal with a power tennis player in Amanda Nisimova and the depth Halep was able to generate, her ability to just extend rallies, that extra shot point after point after point. It can frustrate Rabakina tomorrow in the exact same ways it frustrated Anisimova. Now you look for Simona Halep. She's a 70% favorite over Elena Rabakina, according to our friends at DraftKings. Minus 340 favorite according to the money line. Of course, you look at the game spread. Simona Halep, if you think she's going to win in straight sets comfortably, minus three and a half games is minus 155. If you think even more than a 6-4-6-4 win, you can get her at plus one. 10. That scares me a little bit because, again, in 11 sets, Elena Rabakina has been broken just eight total times so far in this tournament. And, you know, for Rabakina, 
the 23-year-old has now won a couple of titles on the WTA Tour and been in the set, you know, a couple of second weeks of Grand Slams. It feels like in her trajectory of her career, this is, you know, one of the stepping stones that she was going to be able to get to. Certainly, we've talked about that extensively on our Mini Break podcast. So again, I won't repeat myself for all of you listeners here, but I do think the match can be close. I do think Rabakina is just going to be able to stick around with how many free points she's able to generate on serve. She had 15 aces today against a good returner in Alia Tamjanovic. Now, Halep's an even different caliber of returner, but I think Rabakina keeps this match close. That said, give me the steadiness, the physicality of Halep, particularly given she was off the court in an hour, eight minutes. Rabakina, a physical three-set match today. Uh, these players, no days off for Halep nor Rabakina as they have to play back-to-back here Wednesday and Thursday. With that fact in mind, I think Halep gets the job done and look, I mentioned it. Minus 340, not a lot of value. You got to bet $3.40, $34 to win $10 in return. But if you parlay A, own Jabour to win over Tatiana Maria in straight sets with just the Simona Halep money line, that's a minus 141 parlay. I like that. Let's go with the two favorites to win tomorrow. Jabour to do so comfortably, minus one and a half sets. That means she wins in straights over Tatiana Marina. We'll take Simona Halep, minus 340 over Rabakina, uh, just to win the match as well. One unit on that to win 0.71 in return. That's ace of the day, number one. Ace of the day number two, also a parlay, but before we get to it, I do want to look at some of the over-unders, the game spreads, the props. Again, if you think that Rabakina-Halep match is going to stay close, then Halep's, uh, Rabakina's serve will just keep her alive. Over 20 and a half games, which can still be a straight set match, minus 130, pretty good value there. Over two and a half sets, plus 150, good value there. You can get 17 and a half games, which means, again, Tatiana Maria just needs a 6-3, 6-3 loss or better against Own Jabour at minus 195. That is tempting, as are some of the props being offered by our friends at DraftKings. If you think Own Jabour is going to dominate tomorrow, you can get Jabour to win the match, serve the most aces in the match, and win in under 19 and a half games. That's a plus 240 parlay. Now, I would warn you, Tatiana Maria has had more aces than her opponent in every match that she's played. Own Jabour, you know, again, has been around four and a half, five aces a match. Sometimes a little bit, you know, she's had a goose egg, but usually I should say three to four aces per match. That one gets a little risky for me. Over five and a half aces from Rabakina. She hit 12 in her first round, 15 yesterday. The thing is, Simona Halep's such a good returner. She can just get her racket on the ball, and then it's not counted as an ace. Simona Halep hasn't had five aces hit on her yet in this tournament. Over five and a half aces is minus 165. That's just not quite good enough value for me to hit on it, but it's certainly intriguing enough to discuss here on today's show. The last parlay I have for you, just to make it a two-bet parlay, because one ace of the day feels like I'm cheating. We're going to throw the money lines together. I'm going to stick with the favorites. Own Jabour, Simona Halep, each to win their matches. You parlay just the two of them, the odds are a little poopy. So we're going to throw Novak Djokovic in the mix as well. We'll go with the three favorite parlay, Djokovic, Jabour, Halep, all to win. Now, it's only minus 185 odds. Again, not the most value. So we're going to throw two units on it, really up our wager. That's how confident I am that each of these three favorites are going to advance. Djokovic, Jabour, Halep, three-leg parlay, minus 185, 
We'll put two units on it to win 1.09 units in return. Again, our aces of the day on day 11. Things getting tight here at Wimbledon. Give me Jabour to win in straight sets, plus a Simona Halep Moneyline victory parlayed together, minus 141, one unit to win 0.71, and then we're doubling down on the favorites. Djokovic, Jabour, Halep, Moneyline parlay, minus 185, two units to win 1.09. Of course, again, If you are looking for an extensive preview, all the numbers, all the angles, all the facts, head on over to our mini break podcast feed. I was joined by Tennis.com editorial producer David Kane. We extensively previewed both the women's and men's single semifinals. Of course, we will be back tomorrow with our picks for those men's semifinals, as well as a recap of all of day 11's action on the mini break podcast feed as well. All of that content available on our website. CrackRackets.com, and of course, a shout out as always to super producer Daniel Westoff for the f- of an editing job he does day in, day out, making all of our content possible. A shout out as well to our friends at Turner. Remember, email sales at uniquesports.com to join the Turner family today. With all of that said, for our super producer, Daniel Westoff, our fantastic friends at Turnham from all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. We hope you all enjoy Day 11's matches. And as always, may the odds be ever in your favor. Good luck, everyone. Thank you.